So I'm here with Colin Morris, who is the Director of Product Management for Adobe. Thanks for joining me, man. Absolutely, thanks for having me. I know you spend some time with analytics, and something we're going to dive into a little bit more, the voice stuff. Excellent. So uh, first of all, it's a really cool conference so far, and you got a chance to check out a couple of the keynotes, and I was really kind of pleased to see a little voice in there <laughs> on the productivity side of yep. things. But uh, before we jump in and start digging in a little bit, give me a little of your personal background. Great. Um, so my background is mostly uh, B2C product management, building apps and building social networks, um, and also B2B in terms of building mobile app analytics and you know helping provide enterprises with uh, the data they need to basically drive their investments, right? And trying to figure out where's the customer journey going, and you know how do I quantify what I want to build and whether it works or not. Um, so really, kind of understanding the digital transformation that's happening with all these big brands. So how is voice impacting the customer journey? Yeah, great question. Um, I think it's uh, bigger than a lot of people see right now. And the, and the reason I say that is, you know, we've done a number of very large surveys to brands, to consumers, to understand beyond just our own behavioral data, kind of how they perceive it. And not only are the sales of, you know, could be home speakers, could be connected televisions, and things with voice assistance on top of them, you know, growing, but consumer behavior and reception to using it more and more is also getting deep and, and deeper and we see it all over right in the sessions that people are interacting with and kind of the areas they're interacting in one of the things that excites me about voice is that it's really it's a medium that sits on top of devices it's not just a mobile app right right um, you can talk to your car you can talk to your television you can talk to your toaster right <laughs> and especially if you can link those experiences together so they can provide you a better experience like that's a very powerful thing. So are you already seeing your customers diving full bore? Are they dipping their toe? How are they starting to move towards incorporating voice as a channel that they're engaging with their customers? Good question. Um, I think the people that are diving in the most, are just like in the beginning days of mobile apps, mm -hmm. are the developers that have an app-only business, right? And that's where gaming analytics came from. That's where a lot of the, you know, big businesses that came out of the iPhone originally. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of those, even voice-based games right now, are pretty hardcore on those, uh, whether it's Alexa or Google Assistant. I think a lot of our brands are use it kind of as an exploratory channel to understand, okay, can someone convert on ordering a pizza over Alexa in a home speaker, right? And if that's the case, then, well, what does that mean in terms of their lifetime value? Do they drive more conversions elsewhere? How does it link up to the bigger picture? That's really what they're trying to understand, you know? Even if someone doesn't necessarily transact or make money mm -hmm. over a voice speaker or over a connected television, that doesn't mean that it doesn't influence another channel, right? right. So the, to the extent that they can say, okay, it actually is worth us doubling down on this, that's that's really where they're at. And they're, you know, they're taking baby steps, but because the data is there and because they know their customers, customers there, mm. you know, it's a it's becoming more of a priority. What was interesting, I remember reading one of the, the reports you put out probably a couple months ago. At this time where people were kinda kinda mocking uh, shopping with Alexa, uh, but what you just said kind of talks about maybe they're not doing the final transaction, mm -hmm. but it is having an impact on the customer journey. Totally, it's all about attribution, right? And that could be paid media or just your own operated channels, you know? 
Um, you know, and it, it also allows companies to be to expand beyond their existing confines, right? Like all of a sudden, a cable provider with an OTT service can now have a voice assistant that it, it you know interacts with the consumer in other parts of their home, and it allows those businesses to offer other services they've never been in, been able to before, and they can link that experience. That's a big deal because all of a sudden the you know the cable providers of the world now have a totally do, new way to be able to expand their businesses and provide better value. Same thing on the car things. You know, cars, car, automotive companies can now leave the car and have provide an experience outside of that. That because they're all going to be in services anyway soon enough, right? Um, and so it's like any of these things where the where the the brand extends beyond the hardware. Mm -hmm. The experience gets better for the consumer, and you know, it's a fun, rich world of experimentation right now. Like that's that's actually why I love this stuff is because I haven't been a product manager and built this <laughs> stuff in my past. It's it's really fun to see it at scale. One thing we had a chance to talk. Geez, months ago. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I remember discussing was the impact of things like podcasting, you know, creating content that actually goes well with some of these voices, this is like the smart speakers, and the impact that creating that content and being able to analyze the effectiveness of that content, how that's starting to change the way that companies engage customers. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that there's, there's a few different things going on. There's new mediums and new types of content that are catered to those mediums, right? Like a podcast, if you think about the ads served on a podcast, it's usually read by you know the person who's delivering the podcast. Now, that commands a very different CPM than, say, a display ad would or pre-roll pre would on video. That means that their opportunity for driving cost down and driving profit from those particular things is new and interesting. It also means that you can persist that over different experiential channels. So I can start a podcast on my app, I can finish the podcast on my connected television, or I can you know bring it to the in-car experience in the head unit. Um, that allows them to really put together what consumption really looks like, mm -hmm. and especially if it's an enriched experience where the, there's a dialogue between the voice assistant and the consumer, all of a sudden hitting the server and getting personalized experiences or reacting real time gets much more interesting than just delivering static content. You know, yeah. so it's kind of like find the right people in the right place with the right content. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's true mm -hmm. that like. Look, if I, you know, if they see a pattern of me commuting to work, and they know I have a certain amount of tastes and a certain type of content is released at a certain time, like you can pretty much put something in front of somebody at the right time to be able to make sure that they know that I, as a consumer, am gonna like that. Then, you yeah. Know? Well, and and that's part of what you guys do is help folks understand how using data, using analytics just how effective and impactful you know this channel is currently and maybe with an eye towards well what it might be in the not too distant future. Yeah, that's where a lot of the machine learning and the sensei features in AI come in, I think, because we're trying to layer on top of the customer intelligence and the you know the behavioral data, the propensity for what's gonna happen going forward, right? So it's kind of like yes, we provide a lot of marketing engagement features at Adobe, but the analytics should theoretically tell you where to be taking the customer journey and then to tell you whether it's working or not, right? right. Um, and so a lot of the AI and a lot of the, the sensei features really are helping us take a lot of the burden off of like data scientists and a lot of people that um, come from the more traditional BI world, which is a very kind of like offline asynchronous, offline probably not a good term, mm -hmm. but you know, asynchronous way of like putting a bunch of stuff together. Right. This is more of, you know, the idea of getting towards real-time decisioning and you know, you've heard a lot about, you know, the real-time profile and the CDP aspect. I mean, that's right. really putting together the, the building blocks for these sorts of conditions to happen.
And I guess with, with Adobe's offerings with the whole experience cloud, but now you have the commerce cloud and mm -hmm. you know, the other pieces, you're, you're really able to kind of see exactly how this channel impacts the, an in transaction, basically. Absolutely, and again, it's like which channels are the ones that really affected that end transaction? Mm -hmm. Now that you can really bring that transaction natively into everything else, what does it mean to optimize that, right? And then you start to get the whole funnel, right? No mm -hmm. matter what sort of business you are, you can get the whole funnel of the data, start to see what affects it, make good decisions, and then get into new business models if you right. want to, right? Because if you have the end-to-end -end piece, all of a sudden the flexibility is there. And, and you see it, you know, there's media companies becoming retailers, there's OEMs becoming, you know, banks, that, you know, there's all sorts of different things that are changing at this front end. You need that underlying data and the ability to be able to confidently put, to put a good consumer experience in front of the people, you know. So I think a lot of people you know, are kind of, uh, at least they, they're kind of familiar based on just them using their own smart speakers, uh, kind of the, the way that it's impacting the B2C world, the, the actual engagement with customers. Mm -hmm. But the other aspect of how voice is impacting things is also on employee productivity, yeah. using applications, and there was a really interesting example during the keynote yesterday around that. Maybe talk a little bit about that aspect of it. Yeah, I think that, so in, Adobe's making a lot of investments on voice, and yes, they can be based on voice assistance or voice uh, assistant analytics, but there's also the idea of querying content with your voice, mm -hmm. right? Like asking for something and having digital content surface on that. In fact, Target is looking a lot at this with our, our targeting system to be able to bring down custom A-B tests and personalized experiences is when you speak to a voice assistant, but I also want to speak to my computer just like I'm speaking to my car, right? And just say, hey, can you bring me up uh, an image of X, Y, and Z with this, right? Mm -hmm. And then because they understand my patterns and understand when I ask that and why I ask that, the machine learning continues to refine that. And so voice is just a more natural medium than me kind of hunting. I'm not a great typer, but I'm an okay <laughs> typer, but hunting and pecking a little bit um, to be able to type something out. You know, it's the same thing in the car, right? People want to, be, to talk to their navigation. They don't want to fiddle around with something, right. you know, piece of content and do distracted driving, right? Um, so that allows that medium to basically have a much more natural touch point with a consumer, right, and be able to get that off. On the productivity side, you know, if you think about bringing your calendar into the car, right, and talking to your calendar and scheduling as you drive, or you think about being able to add something to a spreadsheet with your voice, right, or, or understand what's coming out of that, that's a very interesting area for us. And, you know, some of the prototypes we've built in the past is using voice just to query Adobe Analytics to say, hey, what was my monthly active user? or year-over-year growth look like over, you know, March, you know, and you sort of, sort of see those things because it's a, you know, it's a fun way to, you know, do your dishes and ask a bunch of questions at the same time, <laughs> but, but productivity-wise, if, if I can multitask like that, it's great. Yeah, and it seems to me uh, with all the data that you guys have and then now with these part, the, the kind of the deep partnership you mm -hmm. have with Microsoft where potentially you have LinkedIn data, mm -hmm. you have Dynamics 365 data, mm -hmm. and that really, I think, has the biggest potential impact on employee productivity, allowing the user voice to get access to all these different pieces of the puzzle. Absolutely, and that's that merger of the B2C B2B being more B2E, I think, that we see overall. Wow, that really rhymed. <laughs> that was well. really good, man. <laughs> um, 
Because, you know, we've learned a lot from Microsoft, right? I mean, they really are the productivity suite overall when it comes to just ubiquitous things like PowerPoint and Excel and calendaring with Outlook and communication. And, and so we're looking at scale to see how can we have interfaces, whether it's voice or chatbot, or ways to interact with those to be more productive as a consumer or as an employee, as a, as a business user. Um, in a bunch of different ways that we haven't been able to before. Like imagine, you know, if you just listen to your radio station driving and you have a 30-hour commute each day, mm. you could be actually doing something that's probably more productive, depending on how good your radio stations are, <laughs> um, you know, um, of, of interacting with, the, you know, your calendar or spreadsheet or what have you. And so it's not just the communication uh, human to human, but also human to machine in a very human way that I think is really kind of puts it all together. And uh, you just brought it all home, man. That was really good stuff. <laughs> all right, so maybe you could tell folks where they could get the access to some of the research you're doing and mm -hmm. also you know how they can get access to more information on some of the products. Yeah, great question. Um, so we have a, a hub uh, in Adobe One Stop where you can get a lot of information about our um, white papers, a lot of our um, case studies that we have overall. Definitely if you want to just start to play with the product, we have access there. Um, white papers on how to be able to construct it depending on your business type. Um, so definitely go to adobe.com for that and uh, look forward to working and, and learning more.